Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm always motivated, um, regardless of, of the outcome of any game. Um, I want to be as good as I can be whenever the opportunity presents itself. But, um, you know, today... It's frustrating. Uh, the entire season has kind of been frustrating with, you know, the, the losses we've taken. But um, I'm a fighter. I'm never going to stop fighting. I'm never going to start stop giving everything that I got, um, along with the guys in that locker room as well. So we just got to keep turning. We're back with more of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook pregame show on Sports Radio 670 The Score with Molly, Patrick Manley, and Olin Krutz. Brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app today. That, of course, David Montgomery. Wow, really inspirational stuff from him. It was fun to hear him uh, last week, despite. Everything going awry, and uh, it's great that he's available this week. I think that uh, we were concerned about a few different injuries with him uh, earlier in the year. We are uh, delighted to welcome in. It's the pregame show. It's uh, Olin Cruz, Patrick Manley, and now it is Grody time. We've got Mark Grody joining us on the score hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Good morning, Mark, and I mean morning by uh, night. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it does it does look exactly the same at right, right now at five forty three as it does at five o'clock in the morning. So I do understand. Um, interesting that you brought up David Montgomery right there in his trio of injuries, Molly, as you as you indicated with a shoulder, uh, groin and glute it was very satisfying that he got back into practice the next day because when you hear all that it doesn't sound good and the bears did not have david montgomery the last time they played the packers and khalil herbert actually ran the ball very well close to 100 yards and i don't have to tell you guys that running the football would probably be the way tonight against Green Bay in terms of everything that you were going up against, or at least it would be a smart way to go for the Bears. But we will stand by and see. And by the way, the, the I usually give you guys the inactives right away. They have not yet come out. They probably will come out during uh, this hit, hopefully. So I will let you know when I get the text. And maybe you guys will even see it before I. But I guess there's a couple of guys that I'm interested in seeing if they will be active tonight. One of them is Ben Mason. Will he be active tonight? He's a fullback, guys. We'll see if a fullback gets in. And the only other guy, too, that I'm just kind of curious about, too, is Charles Snow 
Snowden, an uh, undrafted rookie um, from from Virginia that they have on the roster. We'll see if he makes it up the outside linebacker. Um, obviously, with the Bears down, another guy with Cassius March having uh, broken himself essentially um, for being on being inactive tonight. Yes, yeah, spin kick is short and narrow. Um, Grody, um, <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> he is. Uh, that was actually pretty impressive when he did that. But um, I know, you know it was. we talk a lot about the run game ever since Coach Nagy came to town, obviously, and their commitment to the run. But but really, it's more that they just don't score points, right? So what do they talk about up there, Coach Nagy, Bill Lazor, of uh, the offensive about getting the ball in the end zone? How do they think they can improve on that, especially when they get down in the red zone? Well, it, it's interesting you bring that up, Olin, because the day that Matt Nagy walked into Hallis Hall, he was kind of cocky about what his offense could be. And in the first couple of years, I mean, he was noted for saying, you know, I hate field goal kickers. I don't like field goals. We get, we're going to score touchdowns. That's what this team is going to do. And it has been hell trying to get the ball in the end zone for this Bears Matt Nagy's offense. It feels like sometimes the only trick they have is the Jimmy Graham trick, which, you know, I don't know if they paid him all the money they did in the contract that they gave him just to be the guy scoring touchdowns you know in the end zone it feels like that's his best design other than some of the trick plays that he ran in 2018 which were fun and were successful but it is it is so important I mean I think it, it's uh, Jim Schwantz over on WBBM who always says it's easy in this NFL to move the ball between the 20s it's the rest of the way that is extraordinarily hard and guess what the Bears coaches and offense have not come up with enough schemes and plays to get the ball into the end zone but but hopefully like I said I hope there's a lot of extra on the offensive line I would like to see the I'd like to see Ben Mason active I'd like to see Alex Bars running out there to begin the game tonight for the Bears so hopefully they they use power and they get close enough to the goal line that they don't have to get too fancy with the plays that they use to get into the end zone. Yeah, and Olin, you tweeted last week, players not plays, and one of the players back is Allen Robinson. How healthy is he? Is he going to be the one to maybe help the Bears score more than 16 points this week? <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's good to go um, this week, Patrick, just the way he was moving around on the practice field from what I was allowed to watch. And then from from talking to him, I mean, he just seemed very confident, and I, I got a chance to spend some one-on-one time with him and asked him a little bit more about the injury, and he says that he's fine, that he's had. He probably could have gone last week, but it's just, you know, they're being overly cautious and all of that. So, And it'll be interesting, too, because he started to, and I don't know if it matters in the future of the Bears at this point, because we don't know what Allen Robinson's future is. But when last we saw Allen Robinson playing with the Bears and with Justin Fields, the rapport was still not great, but it was beginning to get better. And that's obviously going into this game and this environment. You know, Allen Robinson knows that he he is a calmer in this respect, and he it seems earnest when he says that he'll do whatever he needs to do to make life easier for two people, one of them being Justin Fields and Darnell Mooney, who hasn't had as much deep success since Allen Robinson went out. So I think that he he's a he's a big effect on this team. And I got into it a little bit with his, about his future. And as you guys would imagine, you know, he 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 summed up his season, everything involved in two words to me. And he said, not ideal. You know, he expanded on that and he played the good soldier like he always does. But in terms of the targets, the injuries, the contract, 
not ideal for Allen Robinson this year. Nor for uh, Akeem Hicks. And we know that there, you know, there is probably a divorce in the works. It would be surprising if Akeem were back. Um, he was looking for, he was told he could look for a trade in the off season and, and apparently he was hoping to get a trade and a pay raise. And um, that's not uh, happened. I would imagine he's looking at an incentive-laden contract next year on the free agent market. And, you know, he sounded um, pretty emotional when he hit the podium this week. And I was kind of thinking that, you know, it's going to be a street fight and he's our most dangerous street fighter in this town other than Nolan. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just felt like uh, you could use that guy. And and I, to be honest with you, I feel let down that he's not playing. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that if teammates feel that way. Molly, I'm so glad you brought this up. I heard you when you mentioned that earlier. And I, too, was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. What, what was all that one in a million stuff the other day when he was talking to us? And all the, the dramatics and that this is in the division. I, I was shocked. I was shocked that to to find out that he's not playing and maybe he is too i don't know if there was a setback because i'll tell you right now guys akeem hicks has spoken i think three times this year and one of them was at an event that wasn't even at hallis hall akeem hicks ain't talking if he doesn't have to so i don't know if something regressed or if they just uh, somebody made a business decision so I, i am curious if if they will answer questions or get more deep into what's going on with akeem hicks i mean i, I it could be just as simple as it is what it is and the injury that he's been dealing with but that, that seemed odd that all of a sudden he's not playing and again with the way the defensive line I mean it seems like as we talk about this every week every week the defensive line is looking for like a big boost from somebody and it's like you just we, we see we saw one game where Eddie Goldman looked like Eddie Goldman this year Bilal Nichols another guy that that I talked to this week he he just he hasn't made the splash plays that he has been known for making the last few years or so you know Angelo Blackson has been a decent addition you're still waiting for Kyrus Tonga to to develop further and I guess an important figure tonight along the offensive line or defensive line Molly just in going on what you're talking about is Mark Mario Edwards, and I think he's going to be available to play tonight. But yeah, I mean, you got to have without Akeem Hicks, you got to have somebody either kind of live up to what they have done in the past, or just make some splash plays. And I'm not just talking about forcing interceptions. I think about like a, a a tackle for for loss of you know of, of one of the Packers running backs, a hurry, you know, making making Aaron Rodgers get rid of the ball sooner than he wants to. It doesn't have to be a turnover, just something to get get everybody revved up and, and to affect the game. You know, Grody, I, I think we talked about last week, we talked about Eddie Goldman, and then they go out and he only plays 14 plays. And you start yeah. to wonder on in nickel, uh, basically, you know, my thought was, where the hell is he, right? Where, Why isn't he playing? Why isn't he starting in nickel? Uh, we're paying him $10 million a year, and An- Angelo Blackson is on the field. Anything that you heard up there this week about why Eddie Goldman isn't starting in nickel and – What's going on with his performance? No answer. It's it's interesting because every time that Eddie Goldman is asked about it, I, I guess the stock answer is everybody can get better, and that's usually what we hear from Sean Desai and from the position coaches. And, you know, they, they ha- have 
reference the fact that he opted out the previous year and there's still a ramp up going on. I don't I have no idea if that that's if that's the way it works when you sit out of football for an entire year that that is allowed to to be an excuse. But no, they have not filled in the blanks as to his limited snaps and not playing in particular ways. I would really, really, really love to talk to Eddie Goldman about this and ask him what the answer is. And, you know, Eddie Goldman's a guy who, you know, in 2018, the Bears, they gave him a four-year, $42 million contract extension, 25 mil, though, guaranteed. And, you know, at this point, I just don't know if you're getting out of him what you should. But I guess you guys, the, the ones that played football, would probably know better if you sit out for an entire year. Does it actually affect you? Like, is that a viable excuse? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that one either. Just his play has not been good. Uh, Grody, the first time the Bears played the Packers in week six, there was a lot of talk about how they were going to defend Devontae Adams, and they put Jalen Johnson out there and shattered him. Has there any, any been any word this week about how they're going to play him? No, they're not given anything specific. I mean, I, I, I assume, Patrick, they, they would do something similar to that, and it is it always has been, obviously, Jalen Johnson on their best guy. Will he run every inch of the field with him? That remains to, to be seen at this point. And that, you know, it, it's all, of course, Devontae Adams has burned the Bears many times, but it just seems like there's always somebody else that, that comes up big, you know, without Randall Cobb, which is huge because he's one of their best receivers this year and he's huge on third down but I always think about guys like Equinemius St. Brown and Marquez Valdez Scantling and and these guys making big plays and even Aaron Jones in the passing game and to a lesser degree A.J. Dillon it seems like it's always those guys somebody who comes up with a massive play against the Bears defense while they are so concerned and justifiably so with with what Devontae Adams is doing and what number 12 is doing behind center. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, I, I think that um, if I recall that first game, and, and Pat, you just watched it, so correct me, I think that that, that one of those plays, um, there were only four catches for Devontae Adams. One of mm-hmm. them, Eddie Jackson missed the tackle pretty badly. Yep. Yeah. Was it Eddie or was it – I think it was Eddie. Yes. I think that was mean, another Eddie game. Yes. Yeah, and that's got to – you know, that's the kind of thing – when we talk about the Bears and we had this conversation before last week – you know, you've got to play a fairly perfect game if you really expect to win, and it just seems like that's not within their capability. Well, and, and Molly, here's another thing, too, to add to, to what you're saying. You said it, in order to win, they're going to have to make these big plays. Are they, and I, I know I've brought this up to you guys in other lopsided matchups on paper, are the Bears going to Green Bay to try to win this game, or are they going to Green Bay to try to survive this game and not embarrass themselves? Of course, I know they're gonna they're they're gonna try. They want to win, but really, in terms of what's gonna happen there, it, it's obviously it. We can go through every position group and see the strengths, and the Packers are gonna come out on top in every single way. Are are they going to play so conservatively that they just play to lose by seven or eight instead of twelve or thirteen? Um, that that's really what I look at in this game. <laughs> Can they survive and not embarrass themselves on national TV? Hey, Grody, I know in 2003, you know, me and Pat were on the Bears team that Coach Dick Jerron was pretty much on his way out the door. We all kind of knew that uh, to end the year, things were changing in the building. And, and I'd be lying to say if it, it didn't affect us, and it really did uh, affect Pat. He was uncontrollable on the 
way back from the Kansas City Chiefs game. I said, I tried to change the story there. Did you? Did you? Did, <laughs> wait, wait, did you? Wait, wait, wait. That, we'll, get that, we'll get to that next segment, Olin. <laughs> did you? Go ahead. Did go you ahead. hold him, Molly? Did, or uh, Olin? Did you hey, hold him? And hey, that is okay him? nowadays, Grody. That is I know, okay oh, yeah. Nowadays. You, start, you no, started that kind no, no, of talk. Okay you made now, it okay. Grody, it's okay oh. nowadays. Okay. You, you're Demir Bird's fan club. We'll, we'll get hey, man. <laughs> hey, Demir Bird, that nine yard catch right right up around the yeah, goal we'll line. We'll leave the two drops week. alone. We'll leave the two drops alone. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's leave them alone. <laughs> anyway, how is that all? Do you feel like that's starting to affect the team at all? You know, today, obviously, the Trace Armstrong's rumors comes out. It just seems like the Bears are moving on from this staff. Is that starting to affect the players? It's got to be affecting the players, and it's no, nobody's admitting that, obviously. And when, even when this story reached at the the first peak, when the story came out that Matt Nagy supposedly was going to be fired after Thanksgiving, which obviously never happened, um, you know, players were showing their support for him, but mostly saying, you know, we're we're focused on playing. I got to be focused on my job. I got too much other stuff to worry about. Of course, man, if your boss is, you know, there's rumors about your boss, he's going to leave or go and I think that this actually is a case where you can compare it to any business of course it's going to affect the employees and they're all going to wonder like what's going on and what's this report they're reading what what we're putting out there they know what's being said unless they truly are the ones who just completely shut it down but that's that is a real rarity these days in modern athletics it's impossible to avoid so I, I think of course and, and you know it, it probably some guys are probably happy to see it and read it and some guys are like now this is no good and some guys probably don't care but i think it affects every single player in that locker room of course it does and, great and stuff yes. mark well, thank you buddy we appreciate it later boys see ya we got to get to a break but uh out hicks dalton goodwin for horstead wow so i don't i don't know what that means about the uh full We'll figure it out. We'll be right we'll back. We'll go over that it again. Is, of course. Yeah, we will go over that. <laughs> we'll say that one <laughs> more time. Much sense. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Uh, so, uh, Nick Foles is the backup. Uh, the pregame show with Ole Crutes and Patrick Manley, presented by Bet Rivers, official sports book of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today. Here on the score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back with more of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook pregame show on Sports Radio 670 The Score with Molly, Patrick Manley, and Olin Krutz. Brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app today. Oh, yes, indeed. It's the pregame show. Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, presented by Bet Rivers. You got to love Bet Rivers, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download. The Bet Rivers app today. Did we get those? Uh, did we get it, guys? Do you understand now? I guess I broke up a little bit. I get emotional when uh, I think about guys not playing. I'm still scarred from that flight back from Kansas City in 2003. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't because I was crying. <laughs> uh, Pat was uncontrollable. Could he get the megaphone away from him? Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Maybe I'm putting Pat in my spot, but that's usually how stories go. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that <laughs> it makes Molly, for a better have you heard story. that story? <laughs> I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Was that who? Where's my coach? Is yeah, where's the, my uh, coach? Yep, yep. Where's Damn my man. coach? Yeah. Who yeah, knows? Still... Oh. Who? Who? Who's my coach? Yeah, yeah. Who's my, well, coach? Who's we're my all, coach? We're all trying I'm to figure sorry. out who Jerry Angel was going to hire as his coach. Obviously, he didn't get Saban, so we got Coach Lovey Smith. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that whole airplane about saving right that whole airplane when you had that oh. megaphone everybody's head was between their <laughs> knees man they nobody wanted to stick their head up I and mean, we're sitting in the back looking all the way up the airplane and i'm like wow everybody is really uncomfortable you know, right but, but it's interesting though pat right because you remember going through that and, and how weird and awkward yes. it was in the building uh, watching Coach Jerron uh, pass Jerry Angelo in the hallway and just feeling mm-hmm. the tension in the building because obviously uh, we were talking earlier this week uh, and, and we were talking about people worry about players like making business decisions. A lot of people talk about would Akeem Hicks come back? Would Allen Robinson come back? 
right? a lot of times, uh, Molly, uh, and, and I like to hear Pat's opinion on mm-hmm. this. A lot of times, it's the coaches who check out. It's the trainers. It's the strength coaches, and you can tell through the game plan, through through what's going on with these guys. You know, obviously now they're looking for jobs for their families. Because a lot of times, a lot of the players will still be here. Yeah, no, you're right, and that's true, man. Some of the coaches, you could tell they just slacked off a little bit. You know, they still have guaranteed money if they had an extra year or two on their contract, and then they know they're going to get a job with somebody else going on, and they just know the season's over. But Olin, I heard you on your podcast with J Mac talking about this, and it made me think about great coaches and coaches that are competitive and continue to want to be the best and want to do the best for you. And Dave Tobe was one of those. And Mm -hmm. what was neat about Dave Tobe when we got out of the playoff hunt or anything like that, there was a grading system with with special teams units with other teams in the league. And we always had it on the wall and all he cared about, you know, towards the end, yes, he wanted to win the game, but he wanted us to still play our ass off and he wanted to be competitive. So each week he harped more on that of trying to move up the ladder and try to move up the ranking each week and I love that because he was he was game planning his butt off. He was pushing us hard each week. And to me, those are the great coaches. Those are the ones that go on to have success. And those are the ones you want to be around. And uh, it just it spoke volumes about Dave Tobe about being that way. And I think it it shows now in Kansas City is still how good he is as a as a, as a special teams coach. Yeah, it, it was pretty interesting this week because I think a lot of a lot of coaches. Um, you know, everybody's sort of in denial about anything going on. What me worry? Oh no, everybody's going on. Um, uh, and and Olin, I know you know Donovan Riola very mm-hmm. well. You grew up with his uh, with his brother, and he's he's gone now. He was mm-hmm. the assistant offensive line coach, and he took a job at Nebraska as an offensive line coach. It's obviously a, a great job for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but but at one point in the week, um, John D. Filippo came out and talked it might have been Monday and he talked about what it was like to go through the possibility of uh, of losing your job let's uh let's take a listen Brandon if we could to what John Filippo had to say earlier I've been around this profession a long time my father's in this profession was a you know he's in the hall of fame as director of athletics and as a former football coach I've been around it I've seen my father sued by a state I've seen a lot of things in my life. Uh, I've seen my father at Vanderbilt, our staff getting almost get fired. We got to Kentucky, the whole basketball scandal. We thought we were getting fired. It's the world I've grown up in. I've experienced it as a kid. I've experienced it as a professional. I mean, it's pretty well documented the times I've been let go. I think you, over time, with maturity, I think you block out the noises because it's yourself and you, you do, you're doing everything you can to, to control what you can control. The people you worry about are actually the people that are outside in the noise. My wife, my daughter. Those are the people you worry about. My friends, my mom and dad. They, they read those things because they have time to because they love me. We're so insulated here in this building for however many hours a day that you, you I, I, this is like our fortress. It, it really is. And a lot of the noise gets kept out of the fortress. And uh, we're fortunate for that. But it is what it is. To say that you don't think about it would be a lie because you do have family and friends and I consider a lot of the people I work with lifelong friends. Sorry to go off on this, but this, is, this one hits home a little bit. I'm giving you the, the real deal here. To say that you don't think about it or feel it, it it's a lie. So that, that was compelling stuff, and it was really the first confirmation from anybody that, yeah, we're thinking about it and we know what's going on. And, and it, we had a conversation about it, and someone immediately texted in, well, how do you feel bad for people when they've taken somebody else's job? Mm-hmm. When, uh, you know, the, the head coach 
has already fired people off the staff. It's just a weird, like you, you kind of, you, you have to look at these things as almost like a life cycle. And, you know, the, the beauty of it is, and as much as you, you know, is, as gripping and it's difficult it is, they're getting paid a lot more money than a lot of people that are laid off or lose their job or, you know, and it, and when Grody said, you know, if you're at work and you're worried about your boss, something happened to him, you know, at least you're making some money, at least you're banking. Now, I don't know that you have enough money to cover you for the rest of your life and you've got to think about things, you know, only a lucky Few are able to go long enough to do something like that. But I, I just, I think as, as compassionate as you want to be and empathetic as you want to be, you also have to be aware of, of kind of the nature of the industry. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's what it is. <clears throat> that's just part of, that's the business. That's what it is. And at the end of my career, Jody Camillus <clears throat> was talking to me, you know, you know, you're getting into your career. Do you want to get into coaching? What are you looking to do and all things like that? And I was like, you know, I don't know about coaching, maybe personnel. We just started talking. He said, listen. Here's the thing about coaching. If you're not in it 100% at this level of college, do not do it. Because all those things that, that the coach there was talking about, it's going to happen. You're going to get fired. You're going to move, all that kind of stuff. Jody Camilla said, listen, if you get into coaching, you need to buy a house that's on wheels. You get fired. That's the nature of the job. And just understand that, that you know, you're not going to be able to say, hey, I want to coach for the Bears for the next 20 years. I want to." That doesn't happen. So it's just part of the business, and you have to get used to it. And Owen, like what you talked about, is some coaches do slack off at the end when they know they're getting out of there. And you just you, you hope you don't have that as a player. You hope you don't have that kind of coach in the building coaching you. You hope the head coach has hired the right people around you. But some of them turn into that. They, they, they get a little lazy. And some of the trainers, get, everybody just gets lazy a little bit. And you hope you're just hoping that doesn't happen. But as far as being a coach, that's the element you're in. You know, you knew what you signed up for when you got into it. And that's just part of the business. Yeah, you know, Filippo. first of all, it's well said by him. I, I didn't hear the question, right? I didn't hear what was asked of him and what prompted him to give that answer. But um, he just gave you the truth about, look, uh, we know we're in this business. Uh, we know what we're signing up for, but it does affect our family. And, and he's not lying there, right? I mean, um, when I played, I could care less if someone said I sucked, but uh, my family wanted to kill them, you know, and they'd call me and say, I want to kill that guy. <laughs> and you'd have to talk them <laughs> off a ledge, right? Because it's just, that's just part of the business. And I think all he was saying, I didn't hear the, the, um, the question that was asked him, like I said, but I think all he was saying is that this does affect the people who aren't in the building, which in turn affects you. I think he knows uh, he said that his dad coached, so he knows that 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 this is part of business, and he he has taken other people's jobs, and their contracts are guaranteed, and they do make a lot of money, and they're in the business of coaching football. So, uh, you know, Heffert got fired, and DiFilippo got hired, and and that's yeah. just a part of of the business. So, uh, I just think he was explaining that part, but but to Pat's point, uh, when you watch, if you are in charge up there at Hallis Hall, Pat, if you are Ted mm-hmm. Phillips, if you are George McCaskey, and they people know that they are leaving, uh, you have to make sure that that business is still running, that people are still doing the job that you're paying them to do because there are young players. There are, uh, you know, Justin Fields. There are Larry Borums. There are Tevin Jenkins. We've got to get Eddie Goldman back playing at a high level. Can we get anything out of Eddie Jackson before the year ends? You have to make sure that these coaches are still developing their players on the skill side and then on in the weight room, in the training room, they're develop, developing them on the strength side. Uh, you know, the, the nutritionist is helping them with the nutrition, learning how to be a pro. These things should all still be getting done because you still are, you are still paying a lot of money. 
Yeah, so, Owen, great, how, how, how does that – tell me how, to, how we see that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you did a great job of breaking down a potential game plan mm-hmm. to prepare for this game. But mm-hmm. how – like, you know, if we don't see something different – you know, mm-hmm. Grody asked the question, are they there to lose well mm-hmm. or are they there to, yeah. to actually try to win? I mean, couldn't, they, couldn't an effort to win turn into a bad loss? It, it can, and, and here's how you see it, right? And I don't know, uh, unless you, <laughs> unless you're in an NFL building or been a part of football for as long as guys like me and Pat have, when you watch the film, I'm sure Pat is looking for the same thing. You are looking for details. Yep. You are looking for guys who are keeping their pads low. Are the details being coached? For example, the first three plays of the game last year, uh, last week against the Cardinals really bothered me, and let me tell you why. They come out in jumbo, which I was excited about, Pat. They got Alex Bars on the field. And then they run G. And let me tell you what G is. G is Cody Whitehair in space against Chandler Jones. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. When you play against Arizona Cardinals, you run downhill. You run two double teams at their interior guys who can't really play the run very well. Instead, you put a guy against the guy, Chandler Jones, who loves to be in space. So to me, right there, Molly, I'm thinking to myself, how much time did they put into this game plan? Right? Hmm. How did how did it end up that we've got Cody White here in space against Chandler Jones? Play number two. Okay, play number two. David Montgomery takes the ball, and I don't know. I can't see his shoes, but he slips at Soldier Field. Do you not know that Soldier Field is bad in December? Do you not know what cleats you're supposed to be wearing? Are people paying attention to that? Play number three. Dalton throws an interception. He drops back in the pocket and he doesn't step up. Right, Pat? These are mm-hmm. details. These are telling me that guys aren't coaching them. Now, to be fair, this offense has looked like that for a couple of years now. But, but here, here, here is a thing that you start to look for. You start to look for those kind of details. And people will say, man, the, right back, people say the players quit. They didn't quit. They didn't get coached. Yes. Yeah. And then the other thing I'd look at, too, is, and I think we've, people get it, is the effort. Effort on the backside of a defensive mm-hmm. play. Effort guys mm-hmm. getting to the ball. Are they finishing – you know, finishing their block on as an offensive lineman is a wide receiver truly blocking on a run play and trying to finish it and do their job fully. And that's that's another thing you can watch. Just watch the effort and watch it from the the backside of plays. And that's where watching tape against you were talking about the uh, the Cardinals game and just watching Eddie Goldman getting blocked 15 yards down the field. That was a lack of effort. The ball kind of went away from a little bit and he's just getting pushed back. And yet, as a, as a fan tonight, watch the backside of plays and see the effort that goes in from the players. And those are great points about the coaches too, Olin, because you sometimes just get that simple game plan that's just, you know, that was basically put in during minicamp, and you're not, and you expect mm. them to give you a little bit more details, a little bit better matchup for you to succeed. And sometimes coaches don't take it that far. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to bring in Dan Pompey. We'll talk to uh, Dan. I believe he was covering the team maybe when Trace uh, Armstrong was drafted. I don't know if that gives him great insight or not, but uh, but I know that Dan wrote a story about the Bears kind of a way they could reassemble, and one of the names he had was Trace Armstrong. So we'll, uh, we'll have to run that by Dan. We'll go over it. We'll talk to him. He will join us uh, next here on the pregame show. We've got Olin Krutz and Patrick Manley. Great stuff here presented by Bet Rivers, the official sports book of the Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.